Hey, Miles. Yeah, Cam? Have you ever heard of Sleeping Beauty? Okay, I don't think we need to do this. We've all heard of them. Let's just move on and do something a little different this time. Okay. I Alright, welcome back to Inconceivable Media, everyone. I'm Cam. I'm Miles. And I am Kim. Back with us again for week two, or update two, whichever you want to put it as, of our February project at, uh, yeah, just torturing Miles with princess movies. And torture I do. Disney princess movies, to be exact. Exactly. And so this time we're doing the 1959 classic Sleeping Beauty. Yay! I just have a small question. Okay. So since, you know, Disney owns Fox now, does that make Anastasia a Disney princess? Yes. Uh, Technically, yes. Same with the Xenomorph Queen. Excellent. I am all for this. But for the purposes of the Disney princess line, no, they will probably never make Anastasia an official Disney princess. Boo! Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's quite where's, a... where's our Russian representation with Disney? Oh. Where, where's our Xenomorph Queen? I want the Xenomorph Queen in Disney stores, damn it! It's kind of funny that you say Russian, uh, you know, you want their representation, especially considering the movie that we're about to watch. <laughs> or, I suppose we've already watched it and now we're reviewing it. So, night, so this Sleeping Beauty is based off of um, the French version of the story so yes that means we don't have to get into any of the uh inappropriate interpretations of this story because they decided not to adapt that version because it's very inappropriate like very inappropriate that we won't say it because yeah i'm sure people know what we're dancing around and that it's okay you don't need to tell us about this because we're well aware (laughs) are you speaking about the kill bill stuff which kill bill stuff well with kill bill uh, oh right yeah 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 okay uh We're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but uh, um, so back in the 1890, uh, Tchaikovsky, Russian composer, was asked to do a ballet score for a ballet interpretation of uh, the Perrault setting of Sleeping Beauty. And... Walt Disney loved that score so much that he like basically said, when we do Sleeping Beauty, we have to use this score as a basis. So that means that that's the version of the story that they're going with. So it's just a kiss that wakes her up. Nothing else like that. I mean, I also very much like that they, you know, use the score as the music in this movie. I know. Which is very nice. So, I mean, I figure I would ask other questions first, Miles, but considering what you said about music for Snow White, I got to ask you straight out, what did you think about the music for this one? Well, I liked it more than Snow White, but I still feel like they're pulling back and they're not letting it be its all. But I mean, I guess it's still just like the last one. They're still trying to find their footing, really. 
Okay. And uh, they don't know they don't know what their formula is yet to work. So they're trying new things, mm-hmm. and it's definitely honing in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting better. Interesting that you say that is that because in a way, this is the one that kind of does set the standard template for uh, the princess movies going forward. Wouldn't you agree, Kim? Oh, absolutely. Like, there was a huge budget for this movie. And like, I mean, huge budget for like, when this movie was made. So like, you know, how things are worth like back then compared to now. It was super expensive. It was a super expensive movie. And like, again, shout out to my boy Tchaikovsky and the music because it is actually pretty good. And the fact that they used the score is also like, I guess, uh, I'm trying to think what the word is. It's pretty, I don't want to say inspiring. Uh, so like sub- sublime? No, not sublime. Oh dang it! I'll remember this word eventually. It's going to shut. It's going to come back to you yeah, when we're in the middle of a conversation, get right? Give back to me. Give back to me on this one. <laughs> well, what I was leaning more towards is the fact that when you think about the '90s movies, right, like Beauty and the Beast, um, Little Mermaid. Okay, I Little Mermaid did not come out in the '90s. However, all of those Disney princess films have all parallels from Sleeping Beauty. Like the fact that now the prince or the princess, maybe both of them together, are facing off against the villain um, as opposed to someone else doing it, like with the Seven Dwarves. Or the fact that they have a song together. I'll I'll take your word for that for those movies. Ambitious. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Ambitious. Ambitious. It was pretty ambitious of them to do that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I forgot, Miles, that you haven't seen those yet. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> we're honing in. We're, in, we're now in, what, the 50s? Uh, we are just at the close of the 50s, yep. 1959. But, yeah, I have to say a lot of things in this movie were actually pretty ambitious. Because if you look at the whole scene of, like, the royal court, you have all these oh, people yeah. drawn in. And like, and they're just, all moving too. Yeah, and they're all moving. So again, there's just all these things that went into this movie that again is just the movie was super ambitious in terms of like, unfortunately, possibly bankrupting Disney. But like for the time, this movie was was pretty well done in terms of animation and things like that. Yeah, one thing I will say about this movie is that it is the second true fairy tale. Well. Because it is the second one with a fairy in it. Oh, yeah, right. Because Cinderella, Cinderella came yeah. first with yeah, the fairy yeah. godmother. That's right. And now this one has the three uh, fairy godmothers yep. and Maleficent, who is, I guess, a fairy godmother, but more of just a straight fae. Uh, yeah. I really liked how this actually kind of came together with uh, showing not only how fae are evil, because in, of course, Christian culture, all fae is evil because it is not Christian. But in here, they have both them being good and bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, technically speaking, like, okay. So my opinion on this movie is that I feel like a lot of this could easily be avoided if they would have just invited Maleficent to the party and stopped (laughs) treating her like she's this evil person 
because like let's be honest the second she shows up they're just everyone is just being like super like jerky to her that's like, that's not true not everybody it's specifically Meriwether that says you weren't wanted everyone else was just kind of tiptoeing around saying yeah, so, that like, so the fact is it's just like okay if you would have maybe just like you know, invited her or something. Maybe this could have all been avoided. I'm just well, saying. She wouldn't have. She wouldn't have cursed her with being, you know, destined to die. Instead, she'd just be like, "Yeah, you're gonna trip and you know impale yourself on a spinning wheel, but you won't die. You just, you know, you can't have kids or something." Well, perhaps uh, Disney will come out and tell us why this is, and maybe a later movie. Maybe it'll involve somebody like. Uh, maybe Paris Hilton or Angelina Jolie. I don't know. So, <laughs> so you're telling me you have, you are at least aware of Maleficent, right? Of course. How could you not be aware of that? <laughs> That's the joke. Yeah. Wow, Cam. I'm wow. sorry. I'm sorry, wow. everyone. I'm. Jeez, it's not like I don't watch TV at all. <laughs> God. I'm sorry. I am a joke ruiner. I'm aware of that. That's okay. It's needed for my puns. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, I mean, we've got all of these really nice things to say, like, about the movie, too. So, Miles, did you like this one? Uh, I certainly enjoyed this more than Snow White. Um, I wouldn't mind that, that, watching this that's again. Not, that's, not a, that's not a high bar to clear, no, Miles. No, not really. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty low bar. I wouldn't mind watching this again if the girlfriend was like, hey, let's watch Sleeping Beauty. I'd be like, yeah, sure, we can put that on. Uh, I definitely wouldn't want to watch this every month. Um but I, it was definitely better. Uh, one scene I did really like was actually with the bard, and the oh, bard's like the drinking song. Well, not not necessarily the song itself, but right, when the but bard this, is just scene, around, yeah. and uh, like the the two kings are hugging, and he just kind of tips the bottle, pour himself some more wine. You just, know, all these like sleazy back stuff that he would never actually do in front of the king, of course. But he's just trying to slip and sleaze his way through. Yep. And then he drinks himself under the table, which I thought was just beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Literally under the table. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, one thing that I... Okay, so uh, does that... So you would recommend this movie then? Like, I know for Snow White, you said, I would recommend you watch this as part of, you know, the ritual of you must watch all Disney movies. So same deal here? Pretty much, yeah. Um, this one is definitely better. Like I said, I feel like it's kind of honing itself in to yeah. what Disney is for the Disney movies I have seen. Right. Um, interesting thing about what you were saying, Kim, about how ambitious this was. Super ambitious, yes. Sleeping Beauty looks the way it does and stands apart from all the other Disney movies because the artist that they specifically hired to get their style was like so specific that it would have cost so much to make more movies like it. And this ended up costing so much because of it. But this almost killed Disney animation. <laughs> That's how ambitious this movie was. Despite the fact that this was the top earning film in 1959. It blew the competition away. And they still almost folded because of it. Oh, man. Well, you got to learn from your mistakes. And uh, Does that mean I'll, that I'll actually say this about basically any company, uh, any company that is made, mm -hmm. you have to always be failing. If you do not fail, you are going to be behind. If you stick with a system that works, mm -hmm. you're absolutely going to put yourself in a position where you will be behind. Yeah. So 
they're clearly trying to make those progressive leaps. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they stumbled, they stuttered, they just about blew themselves under from this. But it shows that they're still working and trying to be the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if they stay stagnant, they're going to fall back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I believe, didn't that happen with Pixar? Or uh, not, not Pixar, DreamWorks. Um, I suppose you could say that, yes, if you look at something like perhaps the B-movie or Shark Tale. Mm -hmm. I thought it was Shrek. Shrek actually beat them out for awards. Oh, oh, you mean that way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant more in the sense of like fall yeah, back like... and just kind of start to get lazy. That's, oh, that's I why. Mean, that's basically what happened as well. Yeah. That's why I mentioned Shark Tale and the B-movie. Yes, but to start. <laughs> no, you're right. They you're did right. Beat yeah. Shrek showed. Yeah. yeah. The and first they time yeah. they created the 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 best animated feature category, inaugural year, and the Shrek takes it. Well, yeah, because it's like super unconventional. Well, yeah, like right? Tales, right. Yeah, because Shrek was like basically the antithesis of Disney princess movies. Yeah, yep. absolutely. <laughs> All thanks to things like uh, Sleeping Beauty. So I gotta say. Despite the fact that this, you know, did almost destroy Disney, this is still, like I said, one of my favorite princess movies. And it's because of things like how ambitious it is. The fact that it is unique and different than all the others. I know it's kind of boring. I admit that. But personally, I don't care because the other things about it override that and make me want to watch it, you know, want to watch it for myself. Well, I mean, there's definitely, like, enjoyable parts in it. Like, the whole thing that they actually had this moment, like, where they met in the woods and they wanted to be together despite the fact that they had no idea who they were. And, like, uh, the fairies are basically like, no, you're supposed to marry Prince Philip. And Prince Philip goes to his dad it's like, dad, I fell in love with this girl in the woods who's a peasant. Which, honestly, you might as well have told him, dad, I met this hooker and I want to marry her. And then, of course, that's when you have the conversation of Philip. It's fine if that's who you love. If you want to go off and see her from time to time, that's fine. We all do it. You do not marry her. Yes, you marry for power. You marry the princess. I don't care what she looks like. That's who you're marrying. If you don't love her, that's not my problem. I do also really love the fact that Philip meets... Uh, What's the princess's name again? Aurora. Aurora. <laughs> uh, Although... Phillips meet, meets Aurora for the first time. And of course, Aurora is only like a week or so old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. then Prince, like the king or the father of Philip says, this is going to be your wife. And he looks in there and he's like, he has this expression on his face. Like somebody just gave him salt instead of sugar. <laughs> it's just like, what the hell? What? Why do I want to marry a baby? I'm going to have to change diapers my whole life? Like... Like, I don't want to marry a baby. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, that part is great too. It's just like, look, here's your future wife. Mm, okay. What now? Kind of makes me think of a different princess movie from the '90s that was not a Disney movie. Is it the Swan Princess? Sure is. Oh man, <laughs> freaking love the Swan Princess. That is one I have actually seen. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not Disney, but it's still a good princess it is movie. Still a great princess yes. movie, mainly because of what a twat Derek. Is. <laughs> They hate each other all of their growing up years. And then finally, when he sees her as a woman. Yeah. He's just like. You're beautiful. 
thank you, but what else is there? What else is no, there? But what else? <laughs> she's like, yeah, but oh, what else? And then everyone's looking at him. She's like, mean, Derek, what isn't else? That, isn't that all? And he's just like, what else is there? And then they're just like, eh. Wrong answer. Yep. So good. Such a good movie. <laughs> but yeah, like other super really cool, ambitious things. Uh, like literally the fight scene at the end between Philip and Maleficent. And like I said at the at the first where this is like kind of sets the tone for the future princess movies with the fact that like we have Philip fighting Maleficent. And we say fighting in air quotes because I feel like the fairies still love Hey, 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 hey. When she transforms into a dragon, they're hands off. Cameron Hayes were horses. Yes. And I'm sure Samson gets plenty of it. I'm sure he in gets addition, a few apples. In addition to apples and oats, he definitely deserves it after everything that he had to go through in the movie. Oh, God. That, that horse deserves so much more. But that is something that a lot of people... That is one of the common complaints I hear about this, is that Philip doesn't really do anything because the fairies keep doing it for him. But you watch it. Like, they give him the shield, and they give him the sword, and he's like, okay, I'm going to use these. And he does. And then they, like, turn arrows into flowers. And he's like, oh, God, arrows. I... Why did you give me this shield if you're not going to let me use it? <laughs> I found it really strange as well that uh, the fact that he was he was wearing armor, wasn't he? Um, no, he didn't have armor at that time. Oh, I thought he was wearing armor. Well, then it makes no, no, sense. No, no, he no. He, he's, he's wearing like his hunting his, stuff, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, so maybe he had some gambeson on him or something, Probably. but he did not have like any armor. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, gambeson is actually a cloth armor that was usually worn because it was easy to repair, cheap to make, and uh, able to be nothing. mass produced and better than nothing. It was, in fact, very common in the medieval ages, even though it's not very well known. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that uh, since we're on this topic, Prince Philip was not a HEMA fighter. He was not trained in the martial <laughs> arts with the way he was using his sword and shield. Uh, He's a prince. Was, well, yeah, you, <laughs> That's you'd not expect his job, him to right? know this stuff. Are you sure, though? Absolutely. Okay. Nobility knew how to fight. That was like one of the main things they did. Think of Lord Sandwich. I, oh, he no, invented that's, the yeah. sand, or the sandwich got invented because he wanted to keep fencing. Wait, right. what? Yeah. yeah. He, was a, he was a master fencer. It wasn't him who made it. Okay. He was a master fencer, and he wanted to have a quick, simple meal so he could get back into his fencing. And... Uh, since he was doing a lot of practicing, his chef decided, well, I'm going to take everything he needs and put it between two slices of bread, and he can have that, because that way he gets everything he needs. And, of course, he took credit for it because he is the king. Yep. And every idea that was made from the people under him is his. Yep. Sounds about right. That actually is a good point in terms of, like, he should be known. Uh, he should know combat and, you know, able to fight with a sword, because... There's a line that he says when he meets with his father. He says, this is the 14th century, which, of course, so this is based in, like, Germany or somewhere in Europe, right? Yeah. So that would have mean that this would have been happening around the time of the Hundred Years' War between France and uh, England. And we know that the two kings fought a lot yes. yeah. in the Hundred Years' War. So, yeah. I, I guess think it would actually be placed around uh, the Rhine. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they were they actually did the deer right in this one. They had roe deer. <laughs> so it was kind of nice to see them actually do a little bit of research when it comes to wildlife. Yeah, again, another very ambitious movie, Miles. Another another part of why this was so freaking expensive to do. Yep. They literally went to Europe to draw like to see the castles <laughs> yeah. so that they could base them off of uh um uh, so that they could get like actual proper designs of what the castles and the towns would have been for yeah. the time period and the region. So, yes, they started to do things so that it didn't just look like North America, like a Ren fair in yeah. North America. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But you know what? I'm happy they put the effort in. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Put a lot of effort into this movie and I can appreciate that. So uh, you had said with the singing too... That it, it felt like they were holding things back? Just a little. Okay. Um, again, like I said, it wasn't uh, necessarily... It, it was definitely not as held back as I felt Snow White was. Mm -hmm. But again, it's probably just a product of the time and them trying to like catch up with everything. Mm -hmm. uh, it just felt a little bit hesitant, a little held back, but it was still good. I actually quite enjoyed it. So I could see why you like this music being a musician yourself. Yeah. Uh, so this is another thing that both kind of, again, sets sort of a, a standard for what would happen later, but also is unique in the fact that Mary Costa, who is the voice for Aurora, and Bill Shirley, who is the voice of Philip, are both opera singers. Oh, nice. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that never happens again. Well, not not really. I mean, when we get to the 90s, they have everyone who is like from Broadway first. But like literally pretty much every person that they have in the movies from the 90s on are all people that had their starts on Broadway. And that's why they're so good singers. Mm -hmm. And that's probably what you're thinking of when it comes to like, there's more to it. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot more behind it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. But also, one of the things that this, they did kind of, I wouldn't say falter a little bit, but kind of, they didn't have time and they didn't have money anymore to do it, was that you might notice there's barely any songs at all in this movie. Yes. There's the drinking song. Yeah. The. And then there's Once Upon a Dream, Dream. right? Yeah. That's it. There's two. Usually there might be like five yeah. or more. I will say one thing I did notice about this movie was the really strange coloring of Aurora herself. <laughs> uh, when I saw that, I was like, is she dead? Like, that is not the skin color of a living person. I'm, that looks like something I see in a morgue. I um, think we just got like a really bad transfer or something like that. And the colors were all screwed up. But like at the same time, that was with uh, the prince as well when he was right beside yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was just like, I was really worried. I don't know. I think we're going to have to go and watch like a clean like scan or something. Because yeah. I think that we're going to have to Disney plus this. Yeah, or, 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 yeah, yeah, that might not be a bad, or something. Makes uh, sense. I have Disney Plus, we can do this. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> but I know Disney hides a lot of the other stuff that I do have that I've managed to find. Ah, uh, yes. 
I thought Song yes. of the South was available on Disney Plus. Song of the South is, but there's a few other things that were not. There's a lot of the uh, historical war library that is not available oh, on Disney. I yeah, I can probably understand why they don't want to have those on there. And then things like is... the original uh, Herbert. Oh, like Herbert the Love Bug? Yes. The original one. Not oh, with Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember that there's a. Yeah, I know what you're talking and about. The cat. Mm -hmm. Came back, is it? Are you talking about that darn cat? That darn cat, cat. yes. That darn cat. <laughs> oh, man. I only know about really the 90s one, which is mm, probably not that great. So the last thing I do want to say is what uh, Kimmy mentioned on the last episode, that I think that this movie is all about the dream of work of a union man getting workers' comp. How so? Well, when you think about it, Sleeping Beauty spends her whole life being cursed, quote-unquote. Mm -hmm. And uh, what she does is she walks up and she barely touches a... Um, <laughs> the spindle? The spindle. Uh, the needle on the spindle. And uh, instantly falls down into a coma for a long period of time. <laughs> uh, clearly, other people have to take care of her. And this would be a very expensive thing. Which I think Walt Disney is kind of saying, like, this is why you don't have unions. <laughs> Because unions just allow this to happen. <laughs> oh, Knowing man. Walt Disney, I can totally buy that. Subliminal messaging at its finest. So wait, Miles, are you telling me with the fact that she just like lightly touches and then just oh goes down as she's like, this is my way. This is my way of getting out of my, my royal duties. If I just die, then I can just go back to being in the forest and being with that random guy that, that I met random. in the forest. Yeah. Exactly. And, then and it all worked out for her. It, it, it kind of does because he comes and like he comes and kisses her. I mean, because he didn't know either. Yeah. He goes back to the cottage like they'd agreed on. Yeah. And Maleficent's there. And she's like, yo, I got a prince. And then she spoils it for him because she says, hey, look at that. You know that that maiden that you met? Turns out it's the princess you're supposed to marry. And, it's, and so probably in his mind, he's like, wait, what? Cool. <laughs> Let's be honest here. He's probably like, ah, oh, then I don't want it. <laughs> Man. But then he goes up and he meets her and he kisses her. And then she wakes up and she's like, yes, it worked. It worked. Here's the thing. It was, it was only seven guys I had to wait for. I just had to keep pretending I'm asleep. But I finally got the one I want. She does the thing like uh, with Fiona and Shrek where like she, you know, pretends that she's asleep and then just puckers her mouth up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess she's already awake. And it just like shakes her. Yeah. Perfect. Man, but like the fact that she meets like some rando in the woods and it's just like, oh man, I fell in love with this guy. I feel like it just also drives like it drives home the whole point of me of like maybe I should just. Go downtown and find some random guy. To be fair, Kimmy, up here in uh, Edmonton, Duck Hunter's Paradise, uh, you do realize that uh, men, the ratio of men to women is actually like 65% men to 35% women. Is it yeah. actually? Is it yes. actually? Wow. It's actually, yeah. Alberta and Edmonton have a, a higher percentage of uh, men to women. Mm. Huh. Because most of us are tradesmen. And of right. course, oh. mm. women, generally speaking, don't go into the trades. And because we are such a big trade hub, ah, yes. that there are more men here. That makes sense, actually. So you get the pick of the litter. <laughs> <laughs> Better get started, then.
Uh, yeah, you definitely get to, you know, wait and then just be like, no, no, maybe. Maybe. It's like yeah, Tinder. Okay. <laughs> what? It's like Tinder, but you go out there. <laughs> it's like Tinder, except you actually have to hear them speak first, which is maybe a good thing. Uh, <laughs> Probably. I agree with that. And at least that way, you know, if they just, you know, start the conversation with a dick pic, then you can just be like, hey, hey, hey. That's a crime. <laughs> yeah, you let's can, take you a can walk say, over to police HQ. Yeah, you, can, you can actually say like this is clearly a crime, or I'm sending the I'm sending uh, the police a report that you have child porn on your phone. <laughs> oh, oh, burn! Would you like something for that burn? <laughs> Woo, this yikes. is nine one one. We just got the report that a guy just got burned. <laughs> <laughs> Never oh man, I know it's great. Never. So, what else was there when it comes to this movie? Um, again, dragons. I, ah, yes. Yep, dragons are great. Well, yep. Technically, Maleficent wasn't a dragon. She is a fae who transformed into a dragon. But yep. still, dragon. Yep. And this is like um, a, I'm gonna say his name wrong. Benedict Cumberpatch. Oh, I did it right. Nice. Oh, I didn't say. Job. I didn't. I didn't say eggs Benedict cucumber patch. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said it anyway, but this still. is like this is like when he uh, turned into a dragon for the peace of the Hobbit, <laughs> and they had to bribe him to come back to being a person. <laughs> He's not technically a dragon, but they did they you know paying the money and getting him to become a dragon wasn't the hard part. It was taking him back. Is to that being a why person. he was killed off screen? Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, so. They couldn't keep recording. It was wasting film. I understand, man. If I were a dragon, I don't think I'd want to change back to. Same. <laughs> Life yeah. sucks. I'd rather be a dragon. Time to be a dragon. <laughs> yeah, but then you might have some other fairies show up and, you know, enchant a sword and then you die. Oh, All yeah. just because you didn't get invited to a stupid christening <laughs> or, hey, or whatever. Hey, hey, hey. It was the thought that counted, man. Which, okay? Whose thought? You know, the being invited. It's just nice being knowing that you were invited, even if you don't go. You're right. So, you know, maybe they sh <laughs> definitely should have gone that way. But Meriwether had to go and spoil it because she's like me and she just has to tell everybody... The truth. Yeah. Well, wasn't wasn't it the fact that Maleficent was actually in love with the prince, but the prince had to marry Meriwether? What? Uh, no, you are confusing like many that? things, Miles. Mm. Yeah, I was. I'm just what? I feel like you're. Yeah, I feel like you're mixing up plots here. That's definitely something or... that did not happen here in Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll have to do more research and find out. Why she wasn't allowed. Watch a different movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll find it. I'll find something. Maybe that one that has Paris Hilton. Or... It's not... <laughs> Alison Brie? What? <laughs> Man, that would be cool. I'd like to see Alison Brie in a role like that. Actually, I think she could nail that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, she's she's got that, like... 
bubbly personality that and like, then all of a sudden it just when like, she um flips over yeah i remember when she was in um in community there's mm-hmm. one episode where she's actually like under stockholm syndrome oh yeah with the dean. yeah and she's like like very twitchy and like almost like almost mad yeah with this obsession and i think that if she if she held that for the movie she would be a perfect maleficent oh absolutely when you put it that way like absolutely also that that show in itself was just a freaking trip it was great it was an excellent show mm-hmm. <laughs> i just think of uh not six seasons in a movie <laughs> uh i what i was i guess more thinking of is just uh her different colors as diane in uh bojack horseman where oh, yes. you know she'll be nice and kind of bubbly up one hand and then later on when she just like it's not that she gets mean it's just that she just gets like cynical scary yeah done. she gets done yeah, yeah that yeah and then just like the change that she has where it's just kind of like don't mess with her yeah yeah allison brie if you ever listen to this try out some villain roles i think it'd be great Everyone likes being a villain every so often. It's true. Nothing wrong with it. Everyone likes to indulge a little bit in being evil for evil's sake. True. Which, of course, partnering up with you're talking about how you have the good fate and you have the bad fate. That is honestly one of the things that I've loved about Maleficent, at least in this interpretation, is that she's the mistress of all evil. So she's just like, that's right. I'm bad. I'm evil. I'm proud of it. Makes I don't sense. give. I don't care. I don't I care what you think about give it. Zero. Exactly. <laughs> what you think of me? I am evil. Here I am at the top of this tower, which the, you know probably should have collapsed centuries ago. But, but it's holding on with spite. Exactly. Oh, just like the uh, just like the American economies. <laughs> holding on. Is that better than the other more topical <laughs> one that you were going to go with? Sure. <laughs> With spite. <laughs> yeah. You know, but how long can spite last? Oh, you'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I'm surprised. I'm just, you know, sadly just accepting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> any any other final words? Uh, marzipan. <laughs> Good final word. What about you, Kim? Um... Don't bring the hooker home to your your father, who happens to also be the king. Well, I mean, it's not that you can't do that, but maybe you don't bring him home and say, this is who I'm going to marry. Yeah. That might not go over too well. Yes. Yeah, because you might say, I want to turn or something like that. <laughs> Actually, well, that's a good point. That, that, that also is a valid point. Let's not turn this into an episode of Maury now, please. Oh, God. Maury. Maury. Yeah. I'm sure Shrek would do it. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So that's us talking about Sleeping Beauty. So next time we're going to get into the modern era. And what is it? What did you choose again, Miles? Pocahontas, I believe, will be the next one. Nice. All right. Oh, man. All right. We're going to have... We're going to have some interesting conversations about that one, I'm sure. Absolutely. If you say so. <laughs> I do say so. <laughs> I will make it interesting. <laughs> yep. Until <Okay>. then. <laughs> have a good one. 
Bye. See ya. See ya.